Hey, it's Jess Massa. Thanks for listening to this episode of WTF Health. All this talk about the future of health is brought to you in part by our sponsors, Transparent, OneDrop, Wheel, Pfizer, Vita Health, Utopia, 120 over 80 marketing, and Bayer G4A. And don't forget, if you want to check out the video version of this interview, head on over to my YouTube channel. That's at youtube.com slash WTF Health. Hey, it's Jessica DeMassa with WTF Health. What's the future of health? I am talking to the who's who of health tech and healthcare innovation. And today, some big news, well, actually two pieces of big news coming out of rural healthcare provider, Homeward Health, which just launched five months ago. Their CEO and co-founder, Dr. Jenny Schneider, is back here to talk to us about the Series B $50 million raise that she has just closed and a massive value-based partnership deal with Priority Health in Michigan, which will give Homeward 30,000 Medicare Advantage members to work with over the next three years. Jenny, five months in, holy cow, force of nature, what is going on? (laughs) We've been busy, Jess. We've been busy. Um, I can't believe this. Yeah, it really um, truly speaks to uh, the need in rural markets uh, for a new and innovative care design and delivery system. So we're really excited to be uh, partnering with Priority Health and really um, our venture backers as well. So really excited to be where we are. Okay, we are digging digging into every little bitty bit of this. We're going to start with the raise. So let's talk about that first. So $50 million series breed brings your total up to 70. The the folks who are in this, an incredible lineup of investors. So co-led by Arch Venture Partners, Human Capital, General Catalyst that Ledger A comes back. And uh, I don't know how you managed to do this. You talked, I heard, Lee Shapiro and Glenn Tolman into investing personal funds, not seven wire money, but personal funds in this round. So talk to me about the round because you said you weren't even raising. So what does this indicate about the space that you're in and your potential for growth, especially when we see so many digital health point solutions companies right now kind of failing? Yeah, it's a great, it's a great question. And maybe where I would start with is you know, we brought to market um, an an innovative care delivery design for rural healthcare. And as we were doing that, we had a lot of interest, not only from health plans, but from other investors as well. As you know, we co-founded the company with Haymont Tanasia and are so grateful to be able to be partnered with venture backers that really care about big, gnarly problems that are going to make a difference in healthcare. And so that's a tenant. Um, and so we were not actively seeking a raise, and yet um, we were fortunate to be able to have a number of people that we very fundamentally trust and are philosophically aligned to our value proposition around doing something really good in healthcare for people that need it. And so we're delighted to be joined by Arch Venture Partners, Human Capital, and of course, Lee and But I want to underscore that, you know, our philosophy in starting this business was to partner with people that could help us capitalize the business and we're committed to a long term solution for people living in rural parts of America. And so we're really excited, again, with Haymont at the the lead here um, to be in this group uh, that's now funded to be able to aggressively pursue our solution into additional markets above and beyond where we are today. I mean, and I think, too, if you can just say something really quick, Jenny, about the size of the market, because I think people automatically assume rural. There's like, you know, 
a thousand people in rural America. Like, no, like it, it, there are a lot of, this is a very big addressable market. Say a little bit about that because I think like, I mean, I didn't realize it until you and I started chatting just how big of a population of people this is. It's a really great point, Jess. And so today, one in five people live in what's designated as a rural market. One in five. And so that's 60 million Americans. And so, you know, I joke all the time when I was at Livongo, people thought diabetes was a massive market and that was 30 million people. And so we're in rural America and that's double the size. And yet there's a perception that rural is a couple farmers that live down the road that I haven't met. But at 20% of the U.S. population, it is massively large, right? And even more than that, we know that if you live in an area that that's designated as rural, your health outcomes are far worse than if you live somewhere that's urban. So this is the shocking statistic that I can't get out of my head, which is 23% higher mortality if you live in a zip code that's designated as rural. 23%. And so there is, it's not a little broken, it is a massively broken part of our healthcare delivery system. And so we are really excited to enter into that in partnership with Priority for sure, um, and additional help with our venture backers to uh, tackle what we think will make a big difference in the care delivery for people living in rural America. All right, let's dig into that priority health partnership because I want to fully understand this because there's a lot of there's a lot of little nuances to it. And so just just start out, talk about the partnership. So what does this look like? From what I understand in the press release, 30,000 Medicare beneficiaries over the next three years. Keep going. Tell me a little bit more. Yeah, so what I would say is, first and foremost, this speaks to priority health plan is an innovative approach, right? So they live in, they're based out of Michigan, and Michigan has the third largest population of Medicare eligible individuals living in rural markets. Within Michigan, the state of Michigan, Priority Health is partnered with the largest health system delivery, which is Beaumont Spectrum Health and Beaumont Health, a combination. And so they have the largest number of care providers in a state that has massive amounts of population living in rural markets. In fact, half of the counties in Michigan are designated as rural. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Right. And so our partnership um, with somebody who has a strong presence in a rural market speaks to the need and the innovation that we're bringing through that partnership. And so we are coming in and bringing three key components. One is giving care in people's home or in communities. So we have a partnership that we announced with Rite Aid. So we have a mobile van. We can meet people in their home. The second is remote patient monitoring. Um, because there's a lack of providers in rural markets, we need to enable the services that we have a technology to, to scale the services. And including, so the third is a telehealth component to that. But the real key here with Priority Health, coupled with the largest health system, is that we can then refer back into that health system for those tertiary components that are of need, and yet we can maintain and extend the services further up front to provide the primary care so that people are getting the care they need to, to improve overall clinical quality and decrease cost. Okay. And now put into context where Priority Health fits into this, because this blew my mind. It's in the press release announcing this deal. Is that, okay, so 90, and correct me if I get this wrong, but 90% of people in rural markets who are Medicare beneficiaries or Medicare eligible are covered by seven different health plans. Is that right? Did I get that right? And That's then, right. Okay, and then where does Priority Health fit into this? I mean, not, knowing now what you said about the fact that they're like the second largest plan in Michigan and Michigan has the third largest 
rural Medicare population in the country. So put this all into context yeah, first. Well, they have all this is. Yeah, Priority Health, again, um, is in that top list, right? They are yeah. covering an enormous amount of lives. And again, I think it's this combination of their innovation, but because they're anchored in rural America, they really have a, their finger in their pulse. They're not a national player, right? They're, they're more of a regional player. And so they're able to actually understand what's happening in this rural dominant state of Michigan. And so our partnership with them is incredible in terms of advancing the care delivery system and then integrating back into existing healthcare providers. And I want to point out that we're entering this market not to compete with healthcare providers, but to extend. Um, and we're coming in as an additional provider to help provide more services. The reason mortality rates are so high in rural markets is there's a big access issue. So our goal is not to compete with existing providers, it's to aid and to assist and to use the experience that we have around remote patient monitoring um, and other technology enabled services to allow services to scale appropriately. You know, I want to come back on the model in, in just a second, but before I do, I just the other thing I have to ask you about this about this this deal here with Priority Health is you know I mean truly like the ability that you guys have had in five months to not only build this model that you're talking about integrated care delivery, but also scale it up. I mean to put this into context, it's like I mean I, I I've read that you know if you look at somebody like Oak Street, it took them six years to enroll thirty thousand members. You guys are going to have thirty thousand in three years, like. I mean, talk to me about what this what this says about about what you guys are building and the way that maybe you're using technology in addition to these in-person um, ways to deliver care and the existing healthcare system, as you've talked about, to kind of, you know, be able to scale that up so quickly when you look at some of the, the com competitors that have been out there and, and their inability to scale it so fast. Yeah, I maybe would start by, I think our approach of being able to accelerate faster has a lot to do with um, the need in the marketplace. And so I think, again, back to healthcare delivery in rural markets is broken differently than healthcare is in urban markets. There is a massive, massive need for a fix. I think that's underscoring the acceleration. I think second is we are truly building from a technology platform to enable services. We can't um, we can't just magically have providers and doctors appear and live in rural markets. That that is not our solution. Our solution is actually to take the existing providers and scale them differently by the use of technology to meet people where they are, to be able to monitor people in their homes, to be able to provide the services that they need, but not in a way where you and I use this phrase kind of jokingly, staple a nurse to someone. Because in rural markets, there's not nurses, and oftentimes there's not even a stapler, right? And so we had to recreate and rethink that. So our approach, when we put our design hats on, was to say, if you were going to design a scalable healthcare delivery system for a rural market, which lacks infrastructure, how would you do that? And the answer is we wouldn't come out with what we have today. We wouldn't put people and ask them to drive four and a half hours for a 15 minute visit and back when they're an hourly wage worker and have now missed a full day of work. Instead, we said, how do we bring that care to them and how can we scale that so we can monitor turn individual and use that data and you know intervene with the appropriate care, whether that's primary care or specialty care at the time that they need it. With the advancement of technology and a number of services, we can actually do that now in primary care and increasingly in specialty care.
So are you partnered up as far as the health systems are concerned? And I want to hear about the provi- the plan side of it in a second. But on the provider side, do you see yourselves as the as the, as the um, like almost like the aid in terms of building that tech infrastructure? I mean, I love what you said. It's like it's not like that you can just staple a nurse. They don't even have a stapler. So is this the thing maybe that's been kind of holding this holding care providers back is that the ability, inability, not that they don't want the tech, but just the know-how and the expertise and the ability to scale that up quickly. Would you say that that's kind of like the special sauce here? (laughs) That's right. And I think of ourselves as an extension of the care health system care provider team. And we do bring with ourselves, you know, our team brings a lot of background and Mm -hmm. success in technology and technology enabled services. But the difference is that it's integrated throughout. It's not a one a one service. It's not remote patient monitoring for diabetes or telehealth for X, Y, or Z. It's actually connecting all those pieces across technology-enabled services and then integrating back into the health system. I think it's the integration back in and the technology platform across that's a very big differentiator for us. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's, I think you're spot on on that. Tell me about what the plans are saying. So, I mean, obviously this, this deal with Priority Health, the, the first really big deal we've got out of you guys from a plan standpoint, but talk to me a little bit more about like what you're hearing from the folks that you're talking to in these health plans. Maybe those other six big seven that have the 90% of all of the rural Medicare population, but you know, how are the plans reacting to this? What, can, what kind of feedback are you getting? I think it's, well, first of all, the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. Again, that speaks to our Series A, Series B five months later and our uh, you know growth trajectory. Um, and what we're hearing is, again, just a, a raw need to be able to service these individuals in a world where there's just not enough people to actually provide the care. So it's, again, building off of that technology platform. But it's also something else. The plans look at this as an ability to deliver and offer a, attractive Medicare Advantage plans to people in rural markets. We know in rural markets, Medicare Advantage is far underpenetrated relative to urban, um, and that the biggest reason is that there's not enough providers in the ecosystem, so people fall back. And so coming in as a provider is also a growth engine for the health plans to grow their Medicare Advantage plans. And so it's, you know, maintaining and delivering better clinical outcomes, maintaining costs or reducing costs, and then helping, helping grow their Medicare Advantage plans as well. I love that. I mean, that, that that's really smart. I mean, because they absolutely do love those Medicare Advantage plans. <laughs> All right, circle back for me, Jenny, to where we started. And let's talk about, you know, what's next but in terms of like the funding. So, I mean, obviously lots of work here to do with this priority health deal. But, you know, what else is after the raise? I mean, I saw geographic expansion was kind of lobbed out there in the press release. Same with, you know, increasing the on-the-ground teams, maybe moving into specialty with care. What can you tell us? Can you give us any insight on which market you might be looking at next or what kinds of specialty care you're looking at bolting on? Well, if I gave it to you all now, you won't invite me back for another interview. So I have to I keep that contact <laughs> close to my chest. No, I demand two pieces of news every single time and I want them five months apart, maybe less. <laughs> Yeah, what I what I would say is, um, you know, what is in front of us is execution. So we are truly heads down focusing, you know, we are st- we've started to see patients, we're in the market, we're delivering clinical care, and there's a lot of us uh, learning and a lot of learning to happen. So we are truly um, heads down with blinders on to execute. So we're, we're in an execution mode right now. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to start asking the, when are you going to IPO question here? Any second now, Jenny, fair warning on that one. <laughs> I knew, I knew. <laughs> All 
I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till you get to the six month mark, though. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> just you just got this in. You just got this in. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. It's a pleasure to talk to you, and I cannot believe that it, all of that you guys have accomplished already in the last five months. Like it seems like it was just a second ago that you launched this, and it just it was you know such big news with the with the Series A at the same time and the group of investors that you brought together. And I think everybody's really excited about the team you're building, the fact that you're tackling this problem that you know, in healthcare has kind of gone, you know, un- underserved and unrecognized. So it's super exciting to see you gain so much traction so quickly. And we love hearing about it. <laughs> well, thank you. I love having a chance to connect with you. And again, I'm so proud to be able to partner with Priority Health and their innovative approach and really excited to have some new people, um, investors, as well as general catalyst uh, along. And so we're, we're in a really great spot and have a very strong team, a very mission oriented uh, company. And we're doing work to re-architect the delivery of health and care in, in partnership with communities everywhere, starting in rural America. I love it. I mean, congratulations again on everything. I mean, try to stay busy as the summer unwinds, okay? I mean, like, you know, I know I know you're probably thinking about an entire August trip to Europe somewhere, but maybe you might want to put the nose Next in the I got it. I got it. The glasses on the head says it all. I was like, I'm right yeah. back into email as soon as this is over. Yeah. All right, Jenny. Well, thank you again for swinging by. We'll, we will, I'm sure, talk to you soon. Until then, thanks to everybody for watching. And if you want to catch more more interviews with the who's who of health tech as they are changing the way that we do healthcare. Head on over to my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash WTF health. I'm Jessica DeMoss again. That was Dr. Jenny Schneider, CEO and co-founder of Homeward, talking to us about her two big pieces of news. We'll talk to you guys again real soon. Take care. Hey, it's Jess. If you're looking for more news on what's going on in health tech, I've got another show airing on this channel called Health Tech Deals. In this one, famous healthcare curmudgeon Matthew Holt joins me twice a week to weigh in on the biggest funding deals, M&A activity, and exits in health tech. Just look for episodes labeled Health Tech Deals.